Market Pulse presented by SmartTouch Interactive is an engaging and comprehensive interview series focusing on the dynamic real estate industry, providing a platform for you as a real estate enthusiast, industry professional, investor, and someone interested in understanding the complex world of real estate and marketing. By keeping our finger on the pulse of the industry, this podcast helps you stay ahead of the curve in making informed decisions and understanding the nuances of the ever-evolving real estate market. Hello all, and welcome to another episode of Market Pulse presented by Smart Touch Interactive. I'm your host, Aaron Fischera. And today I have a special guest, Anya Chrysanthem, with us from Anugo. Anya, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the other side of the microphone for once. I know. <laughs> it, the tables have turned right now um, before yes. I was on your, your podcast. Well, uh, you know, for those that, uh, those that are listening, Anugo is a, um, a wonderful company that focuses on the real estate market um, and provides a lot of great solutions when it comes to rendering, floor plans, and interactiveness. Um, but let's take a step back. And how did Anugo come to be? For those that are unfamiliar with the company and the services that are being provided, Anya, you're currently the chief brand officer for the company. Um, so let's first start off with, what do you do? How did you come to be in this industry? So my journey into home building started in 2013. Uh, prior to that, I was in financial services and uh, needed a change. And uh, so my journey really evolved from, from being in the sales roles to joining more the dark side, the marketing side, as I call it. And I've been in a variety of roles uh, with, you know, starting from a big national builder to a small custom builder and really evolved into more of a marketing, uh, marketing person along the journey. Always loved sales, uh, but marketing was just something that really piqued my interest. And I think the fact that I was on the sales side also gave me a unique perspective into marketing and how I market. Um, and then uh, currently, I'm a chief brand officer at Anugo, so I help shape um, our brand's message and our brand's values and, as it's been communicated to our audience, both B2B as well as B2C. But as Anugo is evolving as a company, as we're growing, and my role is starting to evolve more so into a brand communications officer, so shifting kind of away from the traditional marketing functions into more of strategic speaking and thought leadership on behalf of Anugo. We definitely are benefiting from that change right now. Um, <laughs> Anya, Tell us a little bit about Anugo. When did it start? Where are you guys located? Um, and what's the mission? Where are we headed? So Anugo has been around for over 20 years. We started off in 2001 as a rendering house. That was our original name because we concentrated primarily on content, content, content. So if you think about any sort of content that would help home builders to pre-sell or sell their communities, that was what we did. Anything from you know, your static renderings to uh, virtual tours and everything in between. And as we continue to evolve as a company, um, 
our mission has changed and what we do has changed over time. So we wanted to continue to grow with our home builders and as industry was shifting and the way consumers shop has also shifted. We wanted to be on the forefront of that and uh, we wanted to facilitate um, a more of a seamless online buying journey for consumers on behalf of our builders. And so we evolved into more of a software and data company. And in 2020, we have changed our name officially from Rendering House to Anugo, making Anugo of it, as John Lee likes to say, our, our CEO. And uh, so now we're uh, more of a, we still do content, of course, but that content comes with data and that data is enabled by interactivity. So we're really on the mission to uh, move all of the content for home building industry to make interactive content a standard. And I know you kind of touched on that about the data and I know we've, you know, we've personally used the new go and the renderings, the virtual tours, the data that comes through it. Um, what separates you guys from the rest? You know, because there are a handful of rendering and virtual tours, interactive floor plans, um, companies and services. You know, what's one of your main differentiators? Sure. So I would say our the biggest difference between a new go and other content companies were even interactive content companies is how we produce our content. So we don't have a bunch of people overseas, um, you know, your, your traditional artists who are literally, uh, you know, producing this interactive content by hand. We instead utilize AI. And I know when John Lee, our founder, uh, talked about this process, um, you know, because we've been doing this for years, it was kind of like mind blowing for people like what, what you don't have 700 people overseas doing this work for you. It's like, no, we have about seven people, you know, who oversee this work. And it's all generated by this engine that we call so it's a content agent. So it's, it's AI. So now it's more understandable for people because now we have chat GPT and we have access to a generative AI that can produce content for you. So much like that, Anugo uses our own engine to produce this interactive content. So the, the fact that we use AI is a big advantage in an AI world because instead of humans creating this content and say, you know, say, for example, our competitors may have five different variations of the plan and they're going to generate humans going to draw those five generate five variations of the plan. So then consumer sees the five, five options, he may click on option three. So as a builder, you can see, oh, okay, option three is the most popular one. In our case, we are letting the consumer generate that data automatically using our AI engine. So instead of having preset number of plans, we have unlimited number of plans that don't cost extra for the home builder to generate. So every single plan can be a unique plan. Obviously, home builder will set certain parameters in, in, in place, right? Like, okay, we're only going to offer them 10 different siding options. We're only going to offer them you know, 20 different shutter options and, you know, brick, whatever else. So, but the consumer can generate unlimited number of options. And we actually have a lot of designers 
um, who work for home builders who love that tool because they're able to put together packages using this engine because it's going to allow them to really see what that looks like. But because the machine is generating it, it all the pieces are separately tagged. So when the consumer starts to put all of the interactive data together and say, they say, okay, this is going to be green siding, it's tagged. We have the roof color, it's tagged. All those unique pieces that are being generated by AI, because it's generated by AI, they are tagged, which creates then unique filters that consumers can use to easily filter that information. And of course, it generates a ton of data, data that's pre-tagged that then in turn feeds AI. So as we're getting into this world of AI, and I know it is maybe going over some people's kind of heads, what I'm talking about right now, but it is really important that you have that data if you want to play the AI game long-term. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and, and for those that for varying degrees of AI, so it really sounds like your users and your clients are really you're benefiting from that knowledge and not leaving it static. Whereas in the prior years, it's say, okay, you, like you said, one through five, I choose three, that data might be static, but within this model that you're working off of, you, you can, I mean, I, I love data. I love diving into data. So you're, you're, you're really uh, piquing my interest. I mean, with the data that you guys are working off of, I mean, are you able to kind of get down to, regions or floor plans or ways to kind of decipher this age demographic prefer you know this amount of percentage prefers this type of siding or this type of coloring or the you know the door facing the eastern front kind of deal you know what what are some really uh salient yeah. points that you guys have, have been tracking so it's really interesting to look at our analytics so we have a new go insights where you can see exactly what your clients are doing online. And it's quite a change from Google Analytics because in Google Analytics, you kind of see the footprints, right? You can see that most people visited page three on your website, but you can't really see much beyond that. On Anugo Insights, you can see every single fingerprint unique to the consumer. So we can see down to okay, this consumer came into your website and first they didn't register for your website because they are not serious, right? They, they just came in and they, they were playing around. We can still see this anonymous data, but we can see everything that this consumer did. We can see that they selected home site 13. We can see that they've selected your plan B with elevation F. We can see all of the colors that they chose. We can see exactly how they built the house using the interactive floor plan. We can see all of the options that they've added. And then when they go to save that data, because typically when you are designing a home and you've invested the time and effort into it, you're more likely to actually reveal yourself. In other words, make yourself not anonymous, but tell us who you are by registering because you want to save this progress. So once the consumer saves that data and they reveal themselves who they are, we're actually able to connect their anonymous data to their future data. So we are able to see the entire customer journey from when they first came in and they were not serious in what they did to now they revealed themselves to us and what they're doing. So it's every single click, it's crazy. So you're basically creating a cheat sheet for the sales agent. and you. We really are. 
And what's amazing about it is that, um, of course, sales agents can use that information to engage with consumers, right? Because now you're able to have very meaningful conversations. It's not, hey, are you still interested, right? Uh, do you still want to buy a house? Now we can talk specifically about plan B, elevation F, or and did you know that most of our consumers choose this option with this because it's a really popular option. Have you considered that? So you're able to have more meaningful conversations with your clients. And as a builder, we're able to aggregate all of that data, individual data into regions, into community, into your whole company. However you want to break it down, we can tell you that plan B is the most popular plan in your entire offering of the floor plans that fireplace and um, you know the the luxuries on suite are the two most popular options that your customers are choosing this uh, down to the yeah all the the colors of the siding stone so as a builder you're able to make really intelligent decisions about what you should and should not offer and you're really able to stay ahead of those trends and now of course with AI, because you have all of this data, you're able to make predictive marketing work for you, much like Amazon can predict what you are going to do as a consumer based on your buying decision. We can use the same algorithm to now predict what those consumers are going to do. Are they likely to buy? Are they your hottest consumer or they're not really serious? Should you follow up with them or should you give them space? And when in the future, they're they're more likely to come back um, because, again, we know that consumers buy and sell homes every seven to 10 years on average. How can you use that data to now engage them and be the first one that they look at again? Absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, we live in a brave new world. But uh, it's, I, it's exciting. It's exciting. And, you know, I... You, you talked about trends, and that's kind of where I want to kind of take to this next question is, Anugo's got 20 years of track record. You've got all this data, you know, without kind of showing how the sausage is being made or, you know, disclosing too much. What are some trends that this data is showing us about the, about home builders or the buyer's journey? You know, what are, what are some trends that you guys have been uh, noticing over the last couple of years? So the biggest trends that we see in home building, uh, I would say like, as it, let's talk about kind of like the, the bigger trends, maybe outside of our data. And then yeah. uh, we can talk about our data as well, because um, one of the things that, um, you know, with all of that data, it is like, okay, because it's unique to, to each builder, it's a little bit trickier to aggregate it on a, on a bigger scale, but I think it is something that we're going to start doing and producing some information uh, to share with our builders, um, such as, you know, maybe uh, what sort of floor plans or what sort of color schemes are trending in a certain region. So we mm -hmm. are working on, on that, but I would say as far as bigger trends that we've seen overall in the industry, I would say couple of things. One is that trends of customization and personalization. Uh, we see that more and more consumers are wanting to personalize their home instead of just buying, you know, the gray box with the white kitchen. Uh, and I think 
pandemic was certainly responsible for that, right? We've spending more and more time in our homes and how I use my home may be very different from how you're using your home. And so we do see that trend of customization, which of course plays uh, very nicely into our um, ability to provide that interactive experience for consumers so they can truly visualize, customize, and make the home theirs. And I would say the other trend that we're seeing is also um, kind of a, um, driven by the fact that we've experienced this pandemic and a lockdown. And it's a trend of uh, real estate platforms or uh, online applications emerging more and more where consumers are able to control their journey more so and um, do a lot more things on their own as opposed to needing to go into you know, into a sales center and um, get that information directly from the salesperson. Now we see that they are a lot more educated, they're a lot more knowledgeable, and uh, they want to continue that journey online. And I think that the online platforms allow them to, to do a lot more of that individually, independently. Well, Anya, I think you also have a very unique perspective because of your sales background. So with all this trend of new knowledge and a more educated buyer, how does that change for the sales agent? You know, what do they need to do differently or do they just keep the same course? Basically, they walk on the lot, I got somebody on the line. You know, what's, what, what do you predict or what are you seeing as a, as a shift or is there a shift? Yeah, I think absolutely a shift. So thinking back to when I sold homes in 2013, and we had, you know, a CRM that nobody really used. <laughs> and I'm sure as a, as a CRM provider, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it, it, you know, it is a challenge to get people to use some of, some of this technology, right? Um, so the sales process was very builder-centric, right? I control the data. I control the information. If you want it, you come to me where now the, the sales process is evolving and it is much more of a consumer centric. And so if we want included in uh, this customer journey, uh, then we need to show up where the customers are and we need to provide the kind of customer experience that they want. So that kind of means for our builders that we do have to be everywhere at the same time. Right, because we are uh, seeing this trend of online uh, activity from consumer doesn't mean you need to close down your sales center and abandon altogether because certain consumers may still prefer that sales center experience. Uh, or, you know, I may want to start online and I may want to go into the sales center and continue that journey, but I may want to finish online. So I think as we're moving, um, as 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 we're evolving in this, it is very important to provide what consumers want uh, and and really stay on top of it. But as a as a role itself, I do think it is shifting more towards um, almost like a concierge role uh, of a, a sales counselor rather than a salesperson, where you are instead of chasing after. 10 different people because you know absolutely nothing about those 10 different customers, right? They all show up to your model home and like this, you're, you're supposed to figure out, okay, who's serious, who's not serious. 
Now we're able to use data to see that, oh, this customer is actually really serious and they seem like the kind of person who's actually going to purchase versus this customer is asking a ton of questions. But from the behavior, we can see that those are the people that are waste a lot of our time, but they don't actually buy at the end. So now using this data, I'm able to make smarter decisions. Yes, I may have less customers to work with because as customers go through this online sales journey, they are filtering themselves out, right? Based on the price point. If I see that this house is out of my price range, I'm automatically out. If I see that you don't have the home site that I'm interested in, I'm automatically out. If I see that you don't have the floor plan I'm interested in, I'm out. So you may have fewer customers coming to you at the end of the day because they have gone through this online journey independently, but the customers that do come to you are much more serious buyers because they're pretty much said, hey, I'm the right person. I'm right here, like help me out. So I think you are going to work with fewer customers, but it's gonna be much more uh, personal experience where you are holding their hand throughout the whole process. And it's not just like, you know, race to the finish line, sign the agreement of sale, and then good luck finding me again because I'm chasing after another customer. Now I'm here, I'm holding your hand throughout the whole experience and making sure you're happy as a customer from the start to the finish line. Excellent. So it sounds like it definitely with technology, education, and making more data-driven decisions, maybe it's more less about quantity and more about quality of those individuals that show up and are already educated and primed. Absolutely. And I think that is something that a lot of sales managers struggle with because- Yeah, because it's counterintuitive. It's, you know, I, I need more. Right. I need more. And if I show pricing, oh, I don't have as many leads and I, I don't want that. I want more leads. But no, you don't because you don't want to waste your time on the wrong customer. You want to give them as much information up front as possible so that they can pre-qualify themselves and they can say yes. And now at the end of the day, I'm working with fewer, more qualified customers. And as a salesperson, I think that's a better approach. Yeah. I mean, you would think, you know, of course, as a salesperson, you're probably going to, you know, less people coming in the door is going to cause your heart to race. But if you know that the hit ratio is going to be higher because they're already educated and you've already pre-qualified them, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully it's a better experience. Absolutely. And I also think that as a salesperson, it's not about just sitting there and waiting for somebody to walk through your door because it may not necessarily happen, right? With buy now technology, customers are starting to purchase online exclusively. So it doesn't mean that the salesperson is going to be left out of that experience completely, but are you meeting your customers online? We have the technology for you to meet them online just because you have a virtual tour on your website it doesn't mean that the customer should be going through the virtual tour by themselves unless they choose to but you should give them an option to assist them of taking them through the virtual tour much like you would through a physical model home pointing out that hey did you see these you know these appliances or whatever makes us different from the other builders like telling the story because we do see that when um, when the salesperson is involved in the process, it does increase the conversion. Uh, it, it just, you know, being at the right place at the right time, right? Like meeting your customers where they are. 
Well, and it's not that it's either, should, the, should the sales agent be rethinking a nine to five of when the sales center or the model home is open and think to themselves? Because personally, you know, you know, my wife and myself will look for houses, we'll submit stuff, but it won't be until around seven, eight o'clock at night. We've had dinner, we sit on the couch, we're daydreaming about the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, that the sales staff now has to kind of change their mindset on when they have to meet the customer. I think so. Um, and I think that is why we have the, uh, you know, the emergence of popularity of uh, self-touring, for example, right? Like going back to the trends from a new go website, like one of the things that we see through our analytics is when consumers are shopping and it has consistently been Friday night and Saturday night are the most popular times when consumers are shopping for new construction. And it's between the hours of 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. is like the hottest time. It's where the most traffic is. I'm one, I'm one of those people. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not... And I'm not saying like you need to be on during those hours and be present. But what I am saying is we have this data to show that that's when people want to shop or have the time to shop. So unless you're offering them something where they're able to engage, that they're able to take themselves down through the sales funnel and have access to those interactive tools, you're going to be out of luck because they're going to move on to the next guy who is offering those tools, right? So, but I do think for um, sales agents, the role is going to evolve, is going to continue to evolve. And I don't know if it's gonna be a hybrid role um, where you are spending some time on online speaking with your customers, kind of like a you know, hybrid between the OSC and the salesperson or what that's gonna look like. But it, the trend is definitely going that way from self-touring self to what time customers are engaging. It's outside of normal business hours. Well, I mean, getting into tools and new technologies, I mean, you know, we've talked about Nugo over the 20 years from rendering house to a Nugo. You guys are constantly innovating and pushing the envelope. So, you know, for the audience, what's on the horizon? You know, if you can give us a sneak peek. What's uh, any yeah. crazy new technology coming down the line? Yes, we do. So uh, we are all about um, helping our builders to improve customer experience online. And so we kind of started the process by being that content company, right? That, that was like the way we look at it is like we laid the foundation because without content, um, there's really nothing, right? Like you need content, you need people to be able to visualize what the product's gonna look like. So we started with content. And now we've been working our way into channels. Um, so when you think about channels, we want to create omni-channel experience, right? If you look at different channels, so there's, you know, you may have your website, you may have um, a, a portal such as Zillow, uh, you may have your social media, all these different channels that consumers are interacting with. What we're looking to create is this omni-channel presence, kind of like a Netflix effect, if you'd like, right? When I, I was watching a movie last night, I started watching on my TV. And then after I talked my daughter in bed, I 
you know, finish the movie on my computer. So we want to provide that same uninterrupted experience for our buyers so that doesn't matter where they start. It doesn't matter if they start on anugo.com, which is our um, new construction marketplace, um, mm -hmm. kind of like Zillow for new construction, or if they come into your website, which we're working on right now to develop builder websites, or if they go into your sales office and they interact with salesperson using the sales kiosk. And then maybe they go home and they finish the process. But the point is that it's a single sign-in, single log-on, and they continue that experience uninterrupted. I'm not starting from, from zero every time I go to your website. I'm starting from where I left off. I pick up where I left off. I continue my journey. And most importantly, what builder websites have been lacking up until this point is again, that interactive content. Um, we've been able to work with a lot of builder, uh, with the website uh, companies, and um, they have, uh, you know, there's a way for us to integrate our content in, but it doesn't, it creates interactive experience. But what we're looking to do is really uh, double down on that personalized dynamic experience, much like, the experience of social media. When you go to Facebook, you will see completely different, uh, you know, your feed's gonna look very different from my feed, even if we're following the same 100 people on there. So what we're working on is creating that dynamic website so that the content that you're going to see, instead of scrolling through 20 pages of whatever information, kind of like the old school phone book, right? You're trying to find what you're looking for or that old school newspaper. It's like, okay, you start reading here and then and flip over to page four, section C to continue reading. No, we're gonna bring that to you. So again, meeting your customer where they are and bringing that information to them instead of them looking for that information. So if you're a builder and you're selling single family homes and you're selling townhomes and you're selling to millennials and you're selling to baby boomers, what I'm going to see as a millennial is going to be very different from what the baby boomer is going to see, depending on what they're looking at. Of course, we can't use demographic information, right? We don't, we don't want to break any housing, mm -hmm. fair housing rules, but it is more based on your activity online. So what are you looking at? What things do you seem to be interested in? We're only going to serve content to you that resonates with you so that instead of looking at a hundred different floor plans, you're only looking at five. We're narrowing it down for you based on your preferences, based on your behavior. So that's one of the most exciting things that we're working on right now. Um, and uh, we'll have Hopefully the the uh, the launch in 2024. That's that's our expected uh, date to come out with it. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, the biggest thing is going to be that website is um, completely interactive, completely dynamic, and uh, you know you pick up where you left off across all the different channels. We're unifying all the different channels to to create that seamless experience for the consumer. Wonderful. Any potential integration with VR or augmented reality? I know there's been a lot more talk in technology, like you take Matterport where, you know, do you see that as a, a growing trend or is that just a fading fad that's, hey, 
seems nice when Mark Zuckerberg puts it, puts it on, but I don't really see myself interacting that way. Um, I think 100%. So we've done some uh, some virtual reality at Anugo, and really the holdup was um, the hardware. The hardware is is always the, the holdup. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not the software because we have the technology to do it. It's just uh, making it accessible on a larger scale because right now, you know, both Apple and Google are working on the VR glasses um, instead of having like a huge helmet on your head, right? Like that's not very hygienic. You don't want to wear that. You probably don't want to share glasses with other people. But as as that hardware becomes uh, slicker, uh, you know, almost indistinguishable maybe from sunglasses. Yeah, I think it's going to change um, how we shop for new construction, right? Because now I see your website i see the the virtual tour of the future community i go on site and instead of just seeing dirt i have my glasses and i can see the future community and i can see my saved preferred home on my preferred lot and i can walk through that home and experience it as i would in the physical world so absolutely i think that is the future I am so excited for when that becomes more um, mainstream because it's going to absolutely put used homes out of business. Who wants to buy that when you can buy something new that you designed and it's so easy for you to actually visualize it because right, that, that is the biggest obstacle for consumers is they don't want to take a chance. They don't want to risk it. So they'd rather settle for used. But with VR, it, the sky's the limit amazing well you know for those that are listening you know we do have some home builders um you know what are some in your opinion what are three key actions that home builders can take right now to better market themselves sure so i would say one you want to think about your content uh right there's been a lot of talk about ai and the way people search is starting to change. We're already starting to see it. For example, personally, instead of going to Google anymore to search for something, I go to one of three of my AI <laughs> search engines, I call them, right? So I, you know, depending on what I'm searching for, uh, I may start with ChatGPT. I use Bard, um, which is uh, kind of a Google competitor to ChatGPT. And there's another one um, that's called Claude2. I forgot who is the, maybe Anthropic is, is the, um, so I, I pretty much have those three open on my desktop at all times. And for anything that I need to search, whether it's a recipe or if it's current events, obviously I may not go to ChatGPT since it's you know, only to 2021, but other two will tell me what, what's happening. Um, and that's how I search. Um, we also see that a lot of millennials, for example, or Gen Zs, they don't even bother with, with Google um, at all. They just search through social media, TikTok. So I'd say the most important thing as a builder you can do is to figure out how to create content that's going to be searchable by AI. So if you're only providing skin level information, um, it's, it's just not going to fly. It has to be data rich content. 
It has to answer deeper questions um, because you want to think about what consumers are searching for. It's no longer limited to keywords, right? Like in Google, we used to search by five keywords. I'm going to say single family homes in Raleigh, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to try to spit out my dream home based on those five keywords. Now I can actually have a full-on conversation with my AI personal assistant who's going to tell me, oh, hey, does this look like it? Okay, not this. You don't you don't like this. How about this? What's important for you? What kind of amenities? What what else is important? What kind of lifestyle? It's gonna get much deeper beyond those five keywords. So I would say start thinking about how to create content that's going to um to be utilized by AI because as we go further and further, that is how consumers will search for content. No longer the Google. But, you know, obviously there's going to be some people who search Google, but AI, my personal assistant is going to talk to your personal assistant. They're going to broker the deal. So that's, that's just the future of where, where we're moving. Um, I'd say second trend is, uh, or second thing to do is um, meet your customers where they are, right? Again, it's, uh, it's not about serving uh, serving your content and hoping somebody finds it. It's 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 serving your content where your consumers are. So figure out where your consumers are hanging out and serve that content to them. Bring bring the content to them. That is one of the things that we're trying to achieve with a new go marketplace. Is instead of buyer going to builder one, builder two, builder three, and trying to find that, we're creating that Facebook experience where. I have my personal cart, right? Like Amazon and things come into my cart and I can, I can, I can compare them. I can decide which one's best for me. And as I eliminate, it comes out of my cart and what's left in my cart, I can go ahead and check out with that. Um, and then of course the, uh, I think the video trend, it's, it's not going away, right? Like we've um, we've seen the uh, effect of TikTok, uh, even Instagram Reels, and um, even Facebook is pushing Reels. So it's all you see is that short form content. And some builders have done a really great job with that. And so I would love to see more builders get on board with that short form content. And it's, again, not builder centric. It's not, oh, we've been in business since 1982. We're the family owned quality built. Like nobody wants that. Like make it relevant to what your customers want to see. And if you can use that UGC user generated content, bonus points, like, you know, make it fun, make it exciting, bring it to your consumers. And I think another trend that's going to be evolving over time is um, that shopping online, right? Like, I mean, I can't tell you how <laughs> probably every single week something shows up on my doorstep because I bought something like TikTok maybe bought it, right? And TikTok maybe buy it. Oh. Um, so it, people buy on social media. Of course, it is different for a new construction or for a house, but I do think the trend is going to go there. So it's what what kind of things are you showing them? Um, are you making it accessible to consumers to engage with your content very easily? Um, you know, maybe they can buy right off TikTok, right? It's a little bit more complicated than that, but can they easily go from TikTok to your website or whatever you're going to take them and make it an easy experience and a fun experience for them? So I'd say those are 
No, that all that all makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Hopefully, if it makes sense to you, hopefully it'll make no, sense no, to no. everybody it, else it, too. It so. is, we are going to a rapidly, I mean, yes, we're losing a little bit of the human element, but we're gaining more in data and data-driven decision-making. Um, and just uh, maybe more of a proliferation of choices for the consumer. Um, yes, I and I don't, I mean, I struggle with like, is is it less of a human element? Uh, because again, we're not trying to exclude people from the process. We're just saying give consumers what they want. And so I think one of the one of the things that we're gonna see as a consequence of the technology and um and all of these other channels that are evolving and the way consumers shop is that we're going to see that customer journey is going to shrink much like the equivalent of um think about like back in the day where you were you know you wanted to watch a movie and it's like oh, I got to get in my car I got to drive to Blockbuster I got to pick a movie hopefully it's a good movie I got to take it home and now it's like okay I'm at home watching this movie that didn't came didn't turn out to be as great as I thought it would be Instead, now it's like streaming service, right? Like I'm much more likely to watch the um, the trailer for the streaming service and actually pick what I want. So it's accelerating that decision. It's it's shrinking that customer journey and making them more likely to say yes. So, you know, it, it is going to be a balance of human versus technology. Uh, but I, I do think technology is going to help us sell better. It's going to help us, um, you know, cut through the noise, get to our buyers, and the buyers are going to be able to make decisions a lot faster. And, and as humans, then we can spend time doing things that we probably more enjoy doing. Like, I mean, most salespeople hate, you know, asking for the sale and, and all of that. Like, they they love sales because they love working with people and guiding them through the process, but not necessarily you know, manipulating them into saying yes, because they have the latest promotion. Makes sense. Well, as we're rounding out our discussion, and Anya, this has been wonderful. Um, how can our listeners stay up to date with Anugo? You know, where can they find you and, and just be in the know? Sure. Thanks for that. So, of course, uh, the best way to stay in the know is probably by listening to our podcast. So it's called Anugo of New Home Sales. You can uh, either find it under a podcast section on our website, which is anugosell.com, or you can just search on your favorite podcasting app for Anugo of New Home Sales, where I interviewed Aaron recently. So he was on a couple, couple episodes back. So definitely check that and out. If you like this tip for that, you can get some more of it is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, we do have a newsletter that we get out every couple of weeks with sort of updates to our products and services. Um, we are active on LinkedIn. I would say if you're looking to learn about interactivity, uh, customer engagement, we do post quite a bit on LinkedIn. So that's definitely a good way to um, to follow and you go there as well. Well, Anya, as always, any final thoughts for our audience before we wrap up today's discussion? Well, I would say that 
AI, again, is one of those things that I remember when the internet first came out, we, we didn't quite know what to do with it. And nobody could have imagined Amazon or Uber when it's when internet first made an appearance. So I think AI is going to change things in the ways that we don't even have an ounce of understanding how it will impact us. But I do know that it's going to be moving at a rapid speed. Um, it, it is a technology that's going to continue to grow exponentially, which means that it's going to be very easy to be left behind. So I would say whatever you can do to start preparing for AI, and it mainly has to do with your content. Again, like as I mentioned earlier, make your content AI friendly. That would be something that as a builder, I would concentrate on going forward. Anya, as always, I appreciate the insights. Um, and again, for those that are listening, highly recommend uh, looking into Anugo's podcast. Wonderful insights. Um, and you have a wonderful host with Anya. Well, thank you so much for the kind words. And I appreciate you having us on the show. It was a lot of fun. Well, for those that are listening, thank you again. And tune in next time for another episode of Market Pulse presented by Smart Touch. Yeah. Bye-bye.